This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Matt Lewis, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Nico Batson, John Carey, the Cam family, and Charles Compton, as well as many others. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Lots of talking. Just some real good bonding. <laughs> um, we just took care of a lot of things that needed to be taken care of interpersonally. We had an HR retreat on uh, on borrowed time. Uh, but, I mean, Barrick and Dex had the talk they finally needed to have. Uh, Booyah learned a little bit from, or Bornell and Booyah had a chat. But the crux of it was we are now all in one accord that the inspired are infiltrating as many places as they can to take over our world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're all on the same page with that. And even though Barrick would admit it, I think we're all on the same page that if we see somebody with a purple scorpion coming out of them, they are one of the inspired. Uh, I don't actually know that we established that particular because we've seen inspired that don't have that. No, I, so I, I think Barrick see thinks there's something else going on with that. Oh, really? Okay. I thought it was an all square, all rec, squares I mean, or rectangles, but all rectangles or squares kind of thing. Right. I don't don't think we're sure what that. Okay. Well, it's certainly it's certainly connected to yeah. the inspired. Right. Right. But no, that's fair. Dex is pretty sure. <laughs> and Booyah also had a memory. Yes. In the episode um, conversation he had had with Veril, where actually Veril had the conversation <laughs> and has since donned a emblem of the hunters. Yes. Okay. You all are we're picking up where we left off. You all are on borrowed time. Um, you all still have about a week left, but unless there's anything in particular you all want to do other than get some reading done. Trust falls. Um, name games, make sure we all know each other. Booyah feels he's getting close to the end of this book, so he's definitely going okay. to read. He'll probably have a few conversations with, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Hunter. Uh, Rickard. Rickard. It's like Drakir, but backwards. It's not just like that. It's exactly, it's exactly that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and shoot. be on the lookout for the little, the little kiddo trying to swipe stuff from him. <laughs> you know, we never did try to dispel magic from Rickard. Right. I'm just saying we didn't do it before we untied him. We did it to the king, but not to... I think I'm going to do Blade Master. It allows me to parry, which will be nice. So you find a spell. I'll go and mark another uh, five hours on your readings. I thought that was what we did from... Took you a little while. Um, so um, you basically find a spell called Dark Dive, which allows you, which allows you to... Uh, grab a hold of a creature. So you make, uh, you can either make a melee attack roll or a um, strength roll um, contested by their strength or acrobatics. So a grapple check. On a successful check, um, you and the target disappear from sight as you dive into the shadows. And um, the creature 
that you took with you takes 1d12 necrotic damage and is grappled by you. Um, the escape DC for the grapple is equal to your spell save DC. Uh, once you maintain the grapple on the target, you all remain in the shadowy extra planar area and you can inflict this damage again as an action. Um, when the grapple ends, the target suffers 1d6 fire damage and is pushed five feet away from you as you all return back to the material plane. Um, 1d6? Yes. Any creature that is not alive, uh, such as an undead or a construct, has resistance to the damage dealt from this spell. And at higher levels... Um, higher levels than... Uh, this is a first level spell. Oh, but it's... Sorry, second level spell. So third level or higher, increase the damage, the necrotic damage by 1d12 for every two level slots above first. Okay, so... It is first level and for every two slots above first... Okay. An extra D20. And that is on the D&D wiki, but I modified it to match what you were kind of looking for. So, okay. Uh, okay. Um, Booyah, during the remainder of the trip, um, go ahead and mark another 15 hours. You're so close, right? <laughs> so <laughs> close. And but to what? Yeah, I know. And Dex has also been uh, reading um, The Joy of Cooking. <laughs> he is trying to, f- to perfect his pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> Two and hours. He is also getting very close. <laughs> two, hours. two hours. Find that man a couple hours. I'm gonna take your watch tonight. There you go. Um, I'll. I want to watch his head explode. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. But... Um. Well, let's just get into playing. Um. <laughs> okay. So, you all. Um. What? Oh, questions. Right. Three sessions. What is this new thing? Minutes since I've done this. So, uh, if you listened to Dice for Brain, I. Have listened to one or two episodes, yeah. They begin each session where their GM just asks a couple of interesting questions to each character, essentially, to tell, okay. to sort of fill in the space. The idea is to sort of fill in the space where, you know, we've got to be having conversations. Like, yeah. we don't travel in silence. Right. Yeah. And so, to sort of fill in the things we would find out about each other's characters as as we journey. Okay. So, that's sort of... All right. Um, okay. I know. And I'm the worst. Beric, what's your like whole deal? <laughs> um, booyah. So we've already established that after your village was attacked and you traveled with uh Veril that you came to live with another goblin tribe for a while before getting with the drow. Um how long were you with that second goblin tribe? I think. I mean, how long I mean part but, of that is how long was I with However long you want it to be. Just no right answers. Just I would say let's go with six months, six, six to seven mo- months. Okay. And what was your position in that village? Were you? Um, they essentially, once they saw how, you know, I was good at fiddling with things and working with mechanical things, they essentially let me kind of have the same position I was in my tribe. Okay. Um, Barrett, how old were you when you started weapons training? In. Uh, I think Beric probably began that uh, with uh, with his mother Yurik when she was on leave. Uh, probably around the age of twelve, uh, okay. when he began proper weapons training. Okay. Um, and obviously your your time at court would have been awkward and fraught with potential embarrassment. But with um, who that was around your age were you the closest with like who who would you consider your best friend growing up uh i think that probably when he was young i think Beric was probably uh, quite close with his half-brother vor and that as vor entered adulthood went into politics and of a certain necessity with that withdrew 
from Beric's life. Okay. Dex, which brother were you closest to? Uh, Probably Connor uh, initially. Um, That's why another reason I think that Dex resisted the Inspired so much is he was the one that was the most taken in by it. Um, Connor was, but yeah, he was the closest to my age. And so we would spend the most time together. Uh, Chance was too young and kind of baby. Did you grow closer with Strint as Connor became more <clears throat> radical? Actually, no? I grew farther from the whole family. As well. Okay. Uh, I would, I mean, if I had to pick one, you know, you got to pick a winner in a race. Probably would say, yeah, Strint and I started spending more time together, but I spent less time in total with the family. Okay. And um, when you revealed yourself to the Thieves Guild, in Thrain and they kicked you out. Um, who, when, when they told you that you, know, you were no longer welcome around and you need to leave, uh, which member of the guild did the betrayal hit you the hardest? Sure. So there was one guy um, who started right after me. Um, honestly, I kind of found him. Um, we were doing a job and there was this, like, or we were scouting for a job and there was like this guy just kind of hustling on the corner. Um, I could tell he wasn't using magic. He was just good at what he did. Uh, and so I kind of snuck up on him when he was leaving, jacked his, jacked his bag just so I could do it, told him I had a place he could come see if he liked it. And uh, he didn't rise up as fast as I did. He was a little, like, if there was a tiered system, I was among the second-level guys, and he was among the third-level guys by the time it happened. And he's actually the first guy who expressed fear about it. Like, it wasn't like I did a change and they kicked me out on the street. It was like... I showed them what I could do, and a couple of days later, they told me, you know, they well, they didn't tell me anything. I just couldn't; they wouldn't let me in. I couldn't get into the to the hideout. Um, I came to find out later that he was one of the main uh, okay detractors. Okay, so his his name was Clurd. It was a half orc. Okay, I'm gonna forget that. You can type it out if you want to, but I got it, I got it written down. <laughs> later, when you go, it's Clurd. I'll be like, okay. Um, so you all are on the boat. Um. Any final things you all want to wrap up before the trip ends? Um, I don't know. Two weeks of a couple hours of intensive uh, Tai Chi. Beric has probably moved Oriana onto some basic sword forms. Okay. Um, I, which is way faster than you would be allowed to progress in real Tai Chi, I realize. <laughs> so if anyone actually does that out there, I apologize. I sit it's down. An emergency. I sit down and I, and I tell Cassie and I say, buddy, you've done real well these two weeks, but there's something important you need to know. What? You're not very good. Don't ever try to take something from somebody because they will catch you. All right? You're a sweet kid. We had a lot of fun. You could get better if you want to keep practicing. Practice with Charlie. But please don't try to take something from somebody on the street. It will not end well for you. You know what? But you're great at hiding. So maybe even if you if you get caught, you can get away. You know what's really funny? Is that Dex and Barrick have begun trying to pass their own skills along to the opposite uh-huh. of the people who would be most likely to pick them up quickly. We're each trying to fix the kid. <laughs> like, oh God, you're going to be like Barrick. All here. I'm doing is, all I'm doing is turning Oriana into an assassin. <laughs> yeah, She's already really, sneaky. I'm just teaching really her how to kill are. people. <laughs> Booyah. I just picture Booyah is just close to the end, close to the end of this book. And, they're probably having to say, come on, let's go, let's go. We're ready to get out of here. Halfway through the planning meeting, it's like, Booyah, Booyah, if, if we could have your attention. If we could have yeah, your attention yes. just for a minute here. Oh, Booyah's so close. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It was, it's a great part. There's like 12 unicorns. I like to think that uh, Barrick had written out dossiers for everybody before mm-hmm. the meeting. And so Booyah's trying to pull the magazine in the textbook, except it's a giant hardcover in front of this piece of parchment. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so cross the border into Droan. There's a dramatic music change to Droan music instead of, instead of nautical music. Now Eric has to. Yep, has to cut that. <laughs> okay, um, everyone give me perception checks. What is the current content? You're on the deck of the boat. 17. 24. I haven't rolled. It's going to be like a billion. Hang on. 25. Okay. Um, you all in the distance uh, see, you're obviously, you see land because Greywall is actually pretty far uh, inland. Um, but you begin to see the dottings of some buildings clustered close enough together to where you would assume they are Greywall. <clears throat> um, you two spot something, though, moving. That would be Barrick and Dex. Sorry, Barrick and Dex. Um, you all spot something moving real fast along the shoreline towards you. Space shark. Space shark. Uh, Wait, it's, like, it's on the ground? No, it's yeah. an airship. An airship. Ah, okay. Oh. Do we recognize, do we see Breelish sails? Do we see whatever Droem sails or something with several heads, I assume? Um, no, you do not. Um, what you see... Yedrin? Is, is it a leisure craft? Is it just some yacht? Lava? You see... <clears throat> On the main sail, um, blue bordering with the tentacles of a kraken coiled in the center. Can I roll to see if I know what that is? Um, yeah. I spent time, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on boats. His history would work. 18. Unless you let me roll it as animal handling, in which case it's a night. No. Okay, fine. It is a kraken on the, on the sail. That's right. Um, <clears throat> sorry, what was your roll? 18? 18. You remember um, from your time thieving, because it's not just nautical pictures um this is house lyrian okay oh well we've got their boat i was gonna say wouldn't we recognize it from when the sail used to not be black no because this was a citadel ship that oh no no, no it was. this belonged to that yeah really high really high ranking yep. member of house lyrian i mean no that never happened <coughs> we yeah. have not the deeply, lost episode we did not deeply offend house lyrian there's no, no I, record i i actively remember who was on that ship um yeah i just forgot who owned the ship yes um it's the same markings that were on your your boat a long time ago in a galaxy far from okay. before they weren't any right because you turned them black yeah no, I got rid of them. <laughs> yeah we did now here's a question that i don't well know i wouldn't know if there's like if they know their boats you know aside from just the sails if they could look at me like hey uh that was the puddle jumper or whatever it was called uh, i i don't know eric's master of this eberron what i was thinking that airships were kind of a standardized they are but like you said this was a high-ranking member. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this ship was a big deal. Yeah. So I can't imagine I do anything but yell for Gerald. Or actually, I may run to see Gerald so he doesn't have to give up control of the ship. He's going to need to know that this is happening. Sure. Hey, you know those people that were are after you for several reasons. Uh, yeah. Listen, man, there's a light rander boat coming at us fast. Great. Um, if we bail now, we can probably still make it to Greywall before the blue circle closes in. <laughs> Um, everybody give me dexterity saving throws. Natural 20. Natural 20. What the worst in a row. Okay. Um, what would you two like to introduce with your 20s? I mean, what, what is our dexterity? What is that? Against? Oh, uh, a large ball of magical energy is now flying through the air at your ship. No, it isn't. <laughs> the, the other ship's bound elemental breaks free. Oh, jeez. Um, I think... Cool their triumphs and make their ship catch fire. Sure. I, I want that ball of energy to reverse course. Well, but can't, yeah, that's, can't just undo can't something. Undo I know. That, so, how big a ball are we talking? I mean, easy thing is for it to totally miss, but that's not. That doesn't seem good. No, enough. they they roll to attack and hit. Oh, so, they, oh, yeah, okay, did hit. <clears throat> that's why you're rolling the saving throws. 
<clears throat> God, natural 20 thing. Natural 20 thing. Um, oh, it makes me think. You rolled a natural four. so Mr. Yeah, I failed. Uh, you take 11 damage. Okay. Think while I roll for everybody else on the ship. So, oh, yeah, let's work together on this. I mean, you're obviously, I, Booyah, I didn't see it, but you saw it. I mean, mm-hmm. is this, was this a, I'm assuming a ship's weapon? It doesn't have to be related to the thing that's happening. Right. Whatever but, you would but, like to introduce. But is it the ship's weapon? I mean, you you weren't looking right at it when it, I mean, so I don't, just anything. Um, How about with it? Firing axe. Doesn't have to be related to the fact right, they're firing right, at right, right. I would I, know, I would I like for, you know, during all our time in Stormreach, Gerald was wise enough to realize he needed to do some more cosmetic changes to this ship uh, that make it even harder to recognize, if not unrecognizable. But so even after even after this first shot, if this these people get closer and they don't see anybody they recognize on it, they might start I'm gonna tell you that, that that would be a waste of your twice. They would stop shooting. They're and... clocking us again with some secret magic tracking. Okay. Um, no, no, they're, you can assume that if you like. But in any case, it would you'd be, be wrong. A, it would be retconning that we've established. They've obviously identified us, so they wouldn't be shooting at right. us. So, right. right. What well, would you like to introduce to make the situation as it is right now better for you? I still think their elemental should break. Yeah, blow their boat up. That's fine. That, yeah. It doesn't That's blow not what they're No, no. Yeah, I, the elemental breaking free is... Speaking of flowery language, yes. Probably the best idea I, that okay, I, I think that's great. possibly think they're, they're elemental... I will allow for both of your 20s combined, for combined big. into a Voltron 20. By <laughs> um, your 20s combined. Okay, so the ship's coming in fast and hard. It fires this magical energy, um, and... Uh, you took your 11 damage. Um, it just comes crackling into um, the the hole <clears throat> as wood flies everywhere. People dive out of the way. And you notice that this particular ship has a ring of fire around it. And with the energy crackling from that fire, you see it start hitting the ring around the ship. And all of a sudden, the fire gl- glows brighter and brighter as the ship is just coming in hard and fast at you. And all of a sudden the ring disappears for a moment and the back of the ship just blows out as this fire elemental erupts from the ship roaring and begins swinging at the people on the ship. The ship got to within about 60 to 50 feet of you and still has some momentum coming forward uh, because the back of it blew out, but its engines are disabled essentially. Um, Initiative. Roll. Nineteen six. Sorry, Eric six. Mm-hmm. Booyah. Uh, Nineteen. X twenty-eight. Got my white cloak of happiness on. It adds two. And I'm rolling Gerald into the initiative order for controlling the ship. Perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Hopefully he banks hard on something. Starboard. Don't let Dex yell what direction to go because Jeff doesn't really know for sure which one's <laughs> port and which one's starboard. I know four and aft. Those are easy. Starboard. Dex, you are up you're facing first. the front. Mm-hmm. Drives from the steering board. Okay. Most people are right. Dex. Yes. Um, I don't even know what to do. So you see some figures on the ship uh, beginning to ready themselves if they can get within range of you to board. Um, You do see their markings indicate like they they look house Lyrander in nature. Uh, Give me a quick perception check real quick. Uh, 14. 14. You just see a lot of people moving around. I have a plus 11 and I failed a perception check. Um, Okay. Then what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to uh, get to where I'm four or five feet away from the edge of our ship and hold my action until one of them either does board or, you know, attempts to board. First one that does is getting a ribbon weave in the frame. Okay. Well, you're going to get that up too because <laughs> one of them is up next. Now, do I get to go before him? You said once he gets within range. Oh, I said on on board with it or, or within range. Yeah. Okay. 
No, because he's not on board yet. Because he hasn't act there. No, that's what I'm saying. If 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 he has to get within range to hit me, he would be in range before he hit me. So I would get to go. I would get to hit before him. Is what I'm asking. Yes, but that's not. I'm with you. <clears throat> okay, so you see a figure run and leap off of the uh, leap off of the the deck of that ship as this. Oh, I guess. It's, Bad the fire elemental doesn't know that we freed him. <laughs> um, you see this figure with um, long blonde hair and some scarring um, leap, and you just see uh, down one of his arms just blue <coughs> markings that you recognize as similar to Gerald's as his arm glows as he's flying through the air. Um, I'll let you go ahead and roll your attack as he lands. Okay. Um, so go ahead. I want to take that one arm off. Oh, dadgummit. Hit this cord and went from a nineteen to a to a nine. So that's a sixteen to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Seven. Twenty points of slashing damage. Oh shoot! Let me make sure. I think I think my hit was actually higher, but twenty. Uh huh. Okay. And I am going to. It's not my turn. Yep. Okay. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as he just punches the deck right in front of you as he lands on the ship. Sure. As this energy just grows and grows. 15? 15. Um, that is not enough. So, um, so yeah, he just lands and lightning erupts from his um, his fist. Mm-hmm. And you actually go flying backwards 15 feet to the middle of the deck. Okay. 32 points of lightning damage. Half, right? Because it was a dex save. Yes. Um, and he stands up as his the blue lightning crackling from his eyes fade and the mark on his arm fades slightly and you just hear him say, I'm here to take back my ship. And you recognize Vinay Delirant from the last episodes. Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> you and only you <laughs> recognize Vinay Delirant. Um, so yeah, now it is Booyah's turn. Oh, and uh, just because positioning, um, Crast and Boronel also went flying backwards when Vinay... So, so I'm prone right now. Yes, you're okay. not pro. Um, never mind. Hey, Booyah. All right. Seeing what just happened, um, Booyah is going to sharpshoot at the fellow. Okay. That's what you need. Extra damage. Uh, be 21. Yep. That's going to be 26 damage. Ridiculous, I know. Okay. And she's Fury of the Small on that and add another nine. Okay. What else? Sharpshoot him one more time. Okay. Same roll as last time. Okay, twenty knots. It for boot. Does Dex know if this blue glowing thing is normal for dragon marks, or does he know this is specific to people who have what 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 Gerald can do? No, or? this this is what Vinay was doing last time you encountered him. Also, okay, I haven't listened to that episode again since then, so I don't know. Um, okay, what else? Booyah. That's it for booyah. Okay, now the fire elemental is going to go crazy on that ship. So, literally on the ship, is he just Hulk <laughs> smashing? Yeah. yeah, and I mean they're. Or four suckers. <laughs> or five, actually. Four poor suckers. And you see the fire elemental just start smashing and ripping the ship apart. And uh, in each of his hands, he grabs uh, two of the Lyrander sailors. And just, you see them catch fire as soon as this elemental picks them up. And he just smashes them together. And you just see ash fall out of his hands as he just... <sighs> and continues to go nuts around the ship. We gotta get away from that boat. <laughs> Um, okay, it is now Crast's turn, um, but there's nobody to fight yet. So uh, Crast is going to start. Okay, so he uses half his movement to get up, uh, grabs Cassian and Charlie, and takes them below deck. Um, and now it is, you see another figure 
pop up um, and wearing long flowing robes. That's more of them coming towards our ship, or uh, where is somebody else figure? on the ship? On our ship? Or? No, their ship. Okay. Um, I bet he has ranged magic, given his flowing guard robes. Sure. <laughs> sure. What, I'm just <laughs> trying to keep track of where things are. No, right. I get you. I'm just thinking. So far, Vinay is the only non, <laughs> the only person that's not supposed to be on your ship that is on your ship. Although, really, he is supposed to be on this ship. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's the only one that's supposed to be on this ship. Okay. Uh, this figure waves his hands in a circular motion, and you see lightning and uh, hail begin to form in the circle that he's forming, mm-hmm. and he gestures up as this circle grows wide and then is just centered over the top of your ship Cool. as uh, hail begins to fall down onto the deck and I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw 17 11 17 17 okay um, so Barrys can take half damage Dex will take none Booyah will take full um, okay so it's 10 bludgeoning damage and 17 cold damage as ale just begins to pound on the deck of the ship. Insurance will cover it. It's alright. <laughs> okay, so now it is the sailors. So, they are going to attempt to throw some ropes to latch onto the ship. They do. Um, so, they begin to swing and climb up on their ropes, and so they manage to get just up on deck, but they've used their action and their movement to get here, so they can't attack anybody. So they're now also in the ice. Storm. Yes. As is Vinay. Yes. Did Vinay make a roll for the ice? Storm? Roll the natural 18. Keeping DMs honest to their consternation. For <laughs> Vinay's, Vinay's immune to the storm. He's, uh, he brought an umbrella. <laughs> That's all it takes. He's got a bumper shoot of... of Shielding. Okay, so now it is Barrick's turn. Okay, so how many people are on our ship? Three. Two sailors, the natal Irander, and then there's a wizard back on the other ship with a fire element. The wizard is about to have a rough day. Yes. Uh, I would like to dispel magic on the ice storm. Okay, so um, given the level of the spell, you need to make a DC or a, a spell check. Okay. 18. 18. Okay, yes, you gesture your hands up to the sky um, and the hail dissipates and a few final bits hit the deck, but uh, the sun is shining once again on your... Excellent. <laughs> uh, and then as a bonus action, I will place my Hexblade's Curse on Vinay. Okay, so like we've described before, you see one of the rune markings on Erebus burn itself into Vinay's mm-hmm. cheek as he grimaces and stares back. Black flames run down the sky. Uh, this is cool. Every time you do that, it freaks me out. <laughs> um, all right, so Dex, it is your turn. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna uh, try my new toy. So I'm gonna reach down, and just as my bonus action, just nick my thumb uh, on my on my ribbon weaves blade. And that's one d four, taking two points of damage, and then I'm going to cast Poison Ray at oh. Vinay. Ooh. I've never rolled seven d six at one time. Poison Ray at Vinay. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. So that's. 12, 17, 19, 20, 28 points of poison damage. It's I, I, I don't know. It's poison ray. It, I, I didn't. Yeah. You just declared that you did it and then rolled damage. Yes, there's usually either, I, I assume there's either an attack. You mean ray of sickness? Or poison. Poison spray? It, I wrote poison ray. Poison spray is a cantrip. I got it with my last update to the ribbon. Are we about to cut out a whole section of this episode? <laughs> I bet it's ray of sickness. Ray of sickness isn't that. It was a three, it was 3d6. The seven was my 
sneak attack along with it. Hmm. But isn't sneak attack just on? Yeah, sneak attack is a weapon attack. Thing. Yeah, it's weapon attack. It's not magic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do them very often. So, yep. All right, we're gonna back all this train up then. I'm gonna start fresh. Fair enough. I'm gonna add my two points of damage back in and really take a long, hard look at how I don't know how to play this game. Yet. All right. So, it's, it, did you say it's Dex's turn? Yes. All right. It is Dex's. Okay. I am going to look at Vinay and I'm going to say, I'm going to hit you with this stick. <laughs> and it's going to hurt because the only thing I know how to do real well <laughs> hit you with this stick. All right. Um, natural one. Oh. oh. Our elemental breaks free. <laughs> uh, you'd need more than one natural yeah, one. I know. You would need more than one night. <laughs> um, I remember it. It doesn't have to directly deal with this situation. Oh it doesn't have to be a bad thing for Dex. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bad thing for Dex. I think probably that's, that's likely. Yeah. Especially because you smack-talked and then rolled a natural one. <laughs> and speaking as a, as a DM, that almost always makes me want to target you. <laughs> I was calling myself dumb. <laughs> Listeners at home. I know. Um, okay. <sighs> I'm going to say that um, everyone gave me perception checks. Oh, my. Including me? Yes. 15? 17. 22. Well, that was passive, 17, so that may, I may be too busy. No, you're too busy to use passive. If Dex, what was yours? 22. 22. Um, it was 310. Okay, so uh, Dex, you're the only one that hears this. Oh, no, Barrick hears it too. Um, you all hear from above a screech in the air, and you see a set of leathery wings flapping through the air. Um that are blue, and you see a large lizard figure begin swooping down at your ship. Oh, this is... Eric Strimple, <clears throat> I am going to take a dump somewhere in your house. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where it is. You're going to have to find it. And it's getting hot. <laughs> Warming up here in Oklahoma. Okay, so... That's such a weird threat. <laughs> That's such a weird threat. I'm not going to harm him. He's my friend. He's going to give him pink eye. <laughs> What if my somewhere where it gets into my eye? Then? <laughs> what did his wife do to you? Nothing yet. <laughs> She's going to after she finds out that I pooped in the house. <laughs> okay, so that was Dex's turn. Keeping it classy. Um, never. So Vinay re- reacts to the thing that's above also because it's not a great thing for him either. Oh, good. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's a substantial relief. I mean, do we are, do we know immediately what is it a wyvern? Is it a worm? Is it a drake? Is it a dragon? Do we? Because we looked up, we saw it. It looks like a dragon. Do I um, know it's a dragon? I've read a lot of books. Yeah, I live you, in this world. I've read a lot of books. <laughs> you know it's a dragon. Okay. Um, a one. You know what? A single one got us a dragon. Do you? You know what happens here? Barrett just forgets about everything else and just stares in pure one. Great. Good. Um, Faded forest all over. Because whatever happens next, this is one of the most (laughs) awesome things that's ever happened in Barrett's life. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Same. Well, same with Dex. But so Vinay um, react like looks up in terror and then truce (laughs) gets his mind back. Um, and yeah, I mean, the timetable has moved up a lot for him. <laughs> so you're going to get an opportunity attack as he takes off away from you. Oh, with advantage. That's uh, first one. First one's going to hit. It's a 20 something. 28. Okay. But with advantage, 19. Natural 19. 20 damage. Um, have, it, have you, you have not, have you, you have not dealt sneak attack yet this round. So. Well, it's per turn. Oh, so you can do it anyway. Yeah. That's 
shoot, seven plus five. And you can and sneak also attack. have sneak attack. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to. Oh. I'm just checking to make sure. So that's 12, 16, 17, 21 points of ribbon weave damage. Okay. That's slashing damage if it makes a difference. So you slash the ribbon weave across Vinay's back as he grimaces. And um, you see him take off and disappear uh towards the helm. How does he disappear? Well, enters around the corner. Because we've established that Gerald's in a contained space yeah. when he's helming the ship. So so he, he, passed, he covers the distance of the ship? I'll say he's close to okay. disappearing. Does he not remember? What, did he not see what happened to Gerald? Gerald's going to wreck him. No, Gerald's got to drive. Well, right, but he can drive with one hand. I've got a thing. Okay. Um, I, booyah. I have no doubt. Uh, booyah being totally oblivious to what's going on. I, I mean... You, you saw the dragon. At a point, oh, I didn't see the dragon. I thought you I, didn't hear the screech at a distance, but at this point, at this point, I know it's a there. shadow is being cast over your ship. Okay, so it got sunny for a brief second while that storm was dispelled, and then a shadow showed up. All right, and he sees the dude run and knows where he's going, and obviously what he's <laughs> probably going to try to do. So Booyah gives chase and declares Hunter's Mark as his bonus action. He's going to try to shoot him again. Okay. That's not probably going to get him. It's a 10. Nope. Second attack. That is 14. Both the crossbow bolts fly wide. Booyah got, oh, my Booyah missed now. Dragon missed my head. <laughs> dragon will mess with your head. I like to think, yeah, and I like to think that Dex didn't take his eyes off the dragon. He just felt Vinay run past him. It was just like, oh. <laughs> okay. But still chasing after him. Um, you see the shadow grow bigger and bigger, and Barrick, as you follow uh, the dragon's trajectory in a moment, the dragon disappears for a brief second as you see the ship that, you see the wizard that's on the other ship glance up and for just a second go, ah, as silence as the dragon just crashes down through their ship and just wood explodes everywhere as even the fire elemental recoils back. Um, and then in another second, the dragon swoops up on the other side of your ship, going up high again, looking down. It's all right, guys. He looks like he's on our side. Um, and then the fire elemental um, sees... I don't know the question you're wondering because I'm wondering it too. How is our ship? No, I'm wondering whether the fire elemental can just stay hovering in the air. Right. Okay. No. no actually, I was I was wondering um, how sentient fire elementals oh. were. Um, he was going to come try to free ours. So the fire elemental revolution. Um, animalistic is considered below four intelligence. I believe that is correct. Okay. That's a beat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the fire elemental looks at your ship and regards the air ring around it and just begins flying towards your ship. Um, so everyone give me a dexterity saving throw. Why are you getting... We're going to have a talk. About what? How two natural 20s gave us something else to fight, and my one gave us a dragon. You don't know what the dragon's intention? <laughs> uh, what am I rolling 22. for? I stopped listening to you. 12. Dexterity. 11. 11? Um, oh, that's just... Um, those of you that... Uh, 11 and Dex got an 11. Booyah got a... 12. Okay, Beric, you're good. You all take three points of fire damage as just the the radiant heat from this fire elemental. Um, and he... What are tap? Um, two. Two. You run. Um, <laughs> There's that two points from cutting my finger earlier. As he snatches up the two sailors that had just made it up onto your ship, and you see them scream and try to fight away, but as one, like, presses his hands down on the, hand, on the elemental's hand, you see them just burn and melt away as he just turns into ash. And the elemental throws them, th- throws the ash away. 
um, Krast comes up from below deck and just, oh, the world's exploded now. It's gotten worse. <laughs> it's like that scene in Community when Troy comes back with the pizza. <laughs> Except for so much worse. Uh, okay. So um, he doesn't see anything to fight right now. That wizard is super dead, and so are all the sailors. Eric. Oh, my. I'm take a nap. <laughs> Eric looks mournfully at the wreckage of the other ship. Oh. It's made of sorewood. It's so sorewood, so it's just kind of bits of slowly it's floating down. Slowly. Uh, Barrett. Okay. Barrett turns, shouts. Well, yeah, I can really. Well, yeah, you really need to banish that. And he says, pointing at the elemental. Uh, he begins running after Vinay. How far away does Vinay go? Um, I mean, he used he used the dash action, so uh, he got sixty feet away. Away from me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, can I get to within 30 feet of the helm then? I don't really know where I was on the ship. Um, no, cause he didn't make it to the helm either. Well, I also it. wasn't engaged with him. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Sure. Okay. Uh, then I run that far. Um, uh, and as I go, I trip and fall. <laughs> uh, and as I go, I make a set of complicated gestures and reach out and as Vinay is running towards the helm, the air in front of him just for a moment parts open and this enormous, dark, shadowy figure appears out of it as I cast Guardian of Faith. Okay. Um, you know the picture in Mordenkainen of the Night Walker? Uh, not off the top of my head. That's what I imagine. <coughs> that's the new one, right? Mordenkainen? Yep. Uh, probably. Oh, yikes. Harry. Yeah, this. Yikes. Jesus, Barrick, that's your friend? You made that happen? <laughs> you brought that thing onto my boat? So it just appears in front of the door. Ah! Um, and Barrick shouts, Hey, how was your fall? <sighs> um, well, the thing I actually summoned is large in size. Not the obvious 25, 30 feet. Sure. I'm just... I could explain it, but I'd rather show you. And he turns to begin sprinting towards you. Excellent. That's Dex. what I was going for. So. 1820. Uh, to what? Sorry, to hit him. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I have to run up to him now, huh? Yeah, so move, dash. Somebody's got to deal with that. I'm hoping the dragon doesn't feel like dealing with us. <laughs> hey, it, it ain't done nothing yet. Maybe it, maybe it had a, it, 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 it saw a shiny object, went after it, and now it's flying on. It's got a place, it's got kids to feed. Got places to go. Got gold to sit Always on. Always do this. We chase after one thing, and we leave the entire rest of the battle to just devolve <laughs> into chaos. I'm not punching a dragon until it punches me. Period. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I yeah. I I I apologize. Uh, when you said- is eaten by a dragon, I want you to remember what you just said. <laughs> we got a spare. A whole other. We don't want the other one. <laughs> I don't care about either of them. Uh, no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So. I would have to dash to get to him, wouldn't I? Yes. And there's nobody else on the ship right now in my vicinity back there. The elemental has come up. The elemental's at the ship. Right. Oh, is the elemental within my area? He's an immediate threat. There's also two random sailors who got on. I thought they no, got they just melted. Died. Oh, the dragon. Oh, oh, he just, oh, the, the elemental just killed them. Yeah. I thought there was two of them. I assumed there were sailors on our ship. I, that's. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a really bad situation. Yeah, I know, because I don't know. <laughs> it's I'm, table talk. Do what Dex would. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to attack the elemental, which feels stupid, because I don't know if he's actually angry at all sailors or the ones that were on his boat, but that was a... Oh, I already rolled. It, it was a 20 to hit. Hit. Okay. Um, just go dumb. 9, 13, 14, 18, 24, 
29 points of damage to the element. Pretty salty. Did you see what he did, though? If he tries to hit me... Oh, and I'm going to use my reaction to parry. Get the parrying stance. Okay. Okay. Vinay is going to um, run... Oh, right. The sprinting was just figurative language. In my head, I was thinking, didn't he just go? No. He yeah, he was preparing. That was narrative. Got it. Yep. Percy. Um, now he's doing it. <laughs> he began to strongly consider running away. <laughs> Not away. No, he's... No, yeah. I turned him away from the helm. That right. was what Mission I was after. accomplished. That was what I was after. I figure really bad things happen if something goes wrong in the helm. Possible that really bad things are about. <laughs> oh, I, I'm certain that really bad things are going to happen. That's true. There is a dragon. <laughs> but you know what? We got to ninth... We're at ninth level playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons, and it's the first dragon we've encountered, so... Is that a thing they typically show up earlier? Well, it's called Dungeons and Dragons. Well, sure, but... Just saying. Mm-hmm. We've had dungeons. We have had dungeons. Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. But I always... Oh, I mean, I didn't know, so I didn't know if there was a... I mean, I assumed adult dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are young dragons. There are there are young dragons, and there are dragon-like creatures like quite earlier. drakes and wyverns drakes and stuff, and wyverns, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised we haven't seen one of those yet, but dragons. There are, I mean, young dragons think some of the less powerful sets of dragons. Younger ones are, like, CR 6 or 7. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, an adult's crazy. Well, this one just ate a boat. Yeah, no, I assume this is uh, at all, at all, this is I think this one is full grown. Um, Eric, so, Eric threw away his kid club. Um, so Vinay begins to run at you and then mm-hmm. extends his hand up. Okay. And you see um, three beams of energy Ooh. come out. Let's see, shout Hadouken. Um, <laughs> one after the other. Um, so the first one. And this, he didn't have to run past me, right? I'm on the other side no. of him. That's a 23 to hit. Yes. Did he get you? <laughs> Rough guesstimate. I mean, just how far away from the edge of the boat? Well, I'm 30 feet from the helm. So, is the helm centered? Yeah. How wide would you say the boat? Um, it would be near one end of the boat, so it would taper off. So, I would say at that point, 40 feet wide. Okay. So, I'm probably not standing directly in the middle of the boat because that would be a weird mathematical unlikely. <laughs> so, let's say I'm, let's split the difference and say I'm 10 feet from the edge of the boat. Okay. Bye bye. I just gave the wrong answer. I just saw Eric's eyebrows. <laughs> you take uh, 10 points of force damage Got and it. you're moved back 10 feet to the edge of the boat. To the edge of the boat. Why can't you be moved back 10 feet towards the middle of the boat? Because that's not the direction that's, that's that not force works. What? Because <laughs> he was more in the middle. I don't know. He's he was between, going towards the helm. Yeah, he's between me and one, one edge of the boat. So, And then his second. Oh, so he was running crosswise. I was thinking he was running down the length of the boat. He was. And I was at an angle too. Oh, he doesn't need to roll to to attack with the second. So, listen, we're not playing with a map. So, I, I told you 10 damage on the first one, right? You did. Uh, four more damage, and I need a dexterity saving throw because that pushes you back 10 more. Remember when I had to fly? Yeah, at least the last time we it, were in a boat it, fight. In this it fight. Was, it was in the last, <laughs> last episode. Yeah, I had to fly, and then I leveled up and decided to swap it out for something else. That's help. 18. 18. 18. Um, go ahead and describe you saving yourself as this force pushes you. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think this just slams into Barrick's chest, uh, and he's just thrown backwards. And frankly, I just, I'm, I'm just going to go with the simple reach out, catches it by it, catches the rail of the ship. So he, as, as he goes over, he just grabs at the railing, and his body goes over. And, and just for flavor's sake, it's not actually going to have anything mechanically, but Vinay finishes his movement as he walks up to the edge of the ship and just puts his foot on your sure, hand sure, sure. and smirks it. Wasn't there a third ray? I hate to be this way. You did say three rays. Yeah. But if they shot simultaneously, 
The, one, the third one went right over your head as you fell off the boat. No, that would be if they shot it sequentially. If they shot or, simultaneously, or, they would all strike yeah, right, at the sorry, same time. Sorry, 30 feet. You're right. Um, four more damage. Um, I don't know the answer to the question. I think I think it has to be a strength save to hold on against okay. the, the force of the blast. Okay. This can be cut, but I need to look something up because it will be important. I have... One of my Kinsei things is I uh, re-roll a failure on a strength text for concept, but I don't know how often I have I don't done think it. You, oh, you have? Yes, I, I did it uh, earlier. That was silly of you. <laughs> obviously, I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess. Okay, okay. Wait, before you make the strength roll, uh, as the final blast is about to hit you, as he's about to shoot it at you, he smirks at you and says, Say hi to your mother for me. Whoa! Uncool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, listeners, I have rolled natural one. It, Jeff's looking at me like, what are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do now? <laughs> A second dra- the dragon splits in two. Uh, for the listeners, I have rolled a natural one on my strength save not to fall off of, a, of an airship. Um, yeah, I mean, you're falling. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I could have rolled a lot of other numbers, and that still would have been yeah, the case. It's a, it's a range. Um, you need time to ponder. I don't really know how to make it worse. <laughs> oh, Booyah, it's your turn while I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to make this any worse. Other than oh. maybe you being unconscious for the fall, so you can't that do any worse. Yeah, well, before worse, all that happened... Unfair. Well, that, no, that all that happened. happened. Well, but he had shouted, Booyah, banish yes. that. Yes. And Booyah, hearing that, turns and kind of as he's turning on his crossbow, he kind of flicks a little switch and he's aiming at the fire elemental's head. Yeah, yeah do this. This should not be not sharp by shooting. a fire elemental. Not is more important than Not sharpshooting. Not sharpshooting. Oh, call. come on. Oh! That's oh. a natural 20. Uh, yes. So clutch. Um, um, unfortunately, though, that is with disadvantage. Uh, That's the mechanic. No, he's right. Don't I look just, at me. Will you cut our triumph? <laughs> <laughs> make, it, make it an end moment. I was going to help Philip. Oh. Oh. You still could help him. You could still roll another 20. It could happen. It's been a fun game. Uh <laughs> Fun it's a, game, it's guys. a 14. Um, he's a big elemental. Actually, I think that does hit. Um, 14? Yes. That hits. Yes. So the bolt flies through and hits him square in the head. He needs to make a charisma save, I believe. Oh, his charisma score is just so amazing. That's a two on his charisma score. So he is banished. Okay. So <laughs> you see the crossbow bolt hit the elemental in the head as it fights against and it begins shrinking down as it screams and you just hear a as it disappears out of existence. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a pal. That feels like so much. Okay. um, I'm just trying to think of things. Yeah. um, I'm falling at super speed. And I I don't know. um, Oh, man. I think I I have it. Okay. But it's... Do it. Sorry. Well, still blew out turn. Oh, well, but this happened on... Barrick turn. Oh, <laughs> okay. so it's still my turn, but something else has happened. Technically, that happened, but let me go ahead and finish your turn. Well, I was gonna say that Booyah would turn back to yell to Barrick, "He gone!" and then see Barrick fly over and immediately run that way and attempt to. Oh, you're not gonna too cross far the away. Ship. He yeah. shot him out ten feet away from the ship. It oh, wasn't oh, like he oh, just tumbled oh, over. Oh, so Barrick was, was holding to, on. Was, I'm, I'm leaving the ship at velocity. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's not. All right, gotcha. Um, Basically, I imagine that I was hanging on, and then the 
chunk of the railing that I was hanging on was just blasted off. Okay. Well, in that case, Booyah wheels and shoots it. Okay. The Lyran, whenever that needs to happen. Let's go ahead and resolve that real quick. And I'm going to sharpshoot against him. Uh, it's kind of cocked. So just pull his, pull it out. Okay, so that's going to be a 20. Hit. For Barrett. 26. 26. So yeah, he turns around self-satisfied and the crossbow bolt just hits him in the shoulder. You're next. End of episode. Uh, sorry to leave you all on a bit of a cliffhanger this time around, but I promise that it will be worth it by the time we reach the end of this arc. Uh, we didn't record an outro for this episode, so I just wanted to jump in uh, because everybody's headspace was in other places compared to normal. Um, so I want to give a big thank you uh, to all of you uh, listeners who uh, come together and listen to us play D&D. Uh, it's a blast to do, and I'm so glad that you enjoy it. A big thank you to all of our patrons, uh, including our show sponsors that were uh, announced at the top of the show. A big thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of all of his music. You can find it over at Incompetech.com. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join us over on the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at The Geek Pantheon. And yeah, uh, the rest of the guys would say farewell, but they are not here. So I will just say I am your Dungeon Master Eric, and we will see you next time. Thank you.